You're listening to Know, Like, and Trust by Stampede Digital Systems. As a pioneer of the Know, Like, and Trust movement, Stampede guides listeners through the marketing process with real-life examples of successful individuals. Today's show highlights a business owner who offers a valuable service, making a powerful impact on the world. With your host, Troy Campbell. Hello, welcome to another episode of Stampede's Know, Like, and Trust podcast. We are absolutely thrilled that you decided to join us today. Thank you for that. And we have a gift to you today for listening. And that is our guest, George Kateras. Kateras, is that how you say your name, George? Kateras. Kateras, wonderful. Um, we always like to find guests that really personify the know, like, and trust uh, motto, uh, which is really about helping our clients, our customers out there as fellow business owners. We believe in helping them get to know us and like us and trust us in all of our ventures that we're doing. Um, as the primary way that we're, or the foundation of our marketing, everything else is just technical. But let's let's really get out there and talk to the people who really need and love us and want our services. So George is an amazing example of that. Um, he is uh, he has a company that's called um, Portfolio Solutions. Um, he is a amazing. Uh, master, not of just accounts receivable, but of accounts receivable management. And we're going to listen to him talk to, to us today about that. And for folks out there who are struggling to make sure that they're, they're getting paid by the customers and clients, um, he's going to be able to help people do that. This was a really amazing uh, example of someone who has taken his experience um, and expertise and form solutions that are not commonly seen. And so, George, we're going to bring you on and uh, let you tell us more about your story and how you got started and where you're at today. Perfect. Well, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, we're talking hundreds of percent uh, increase in, in, in receivables. So you've created a, an amazing system, but how did it, where did it all, all begin? Did you? You know, uh, I know some of your your work history is in that field. Tell us about how the business was formed and the genius behind it. All right. Well, uh, the business started seven years ago. Uh, I was laid off for my job, and I took my first unemployment check. And I said, what can I do with this? How can I invest it to keep on giving? So what I did was I started Portfolio Solutions, GK Portfolio Solutions, because I saw there was a need for AR management services, accounts uh, receivable management services, specifically for the market research industry, because I came out of the MR industry in my last job. I created a lot of connections with different companies, with different now uh, payable departments, CFOs and controllers, and they knew me on a personal level. So I said, instead of me working for somebody else and making them money, how can I make money for myself and everybody else? Right. So that's how Portfolio Solutions uh, was started. It was just an idea. I sat on my couch, started cold calling a whole bunch of different companies that I knew already. And I said, hey, guys, let me help you out with your receivables. And uh, my first week, I went to my first client, and then the rest was history. 
Amazing. I love it. And, and why did you, why, why, why accounts receivable management? How did, why did you approach it like that? I've been doing credit and collections for the last 20, 22 years of my career, pretty much. And this is all I know. This is what I'm good at. Uh, what happened was when the idea first formed for me to start my own company, I noticed that I took my comp- my old boss's uh, DSO, day sales outstanding, from 152 days, and we decreased it down to about 60, 62 within the first three, four months of me being there. And then we increased our cash flow from about $350,000 a week in uh, receivables or collections, a word that I hate using, to about a million dollars a week. So basically, I found a niche on how to manage and work the AR in the MR industry. And then I just took my methodology and the way I worked the AR, and I just replicated it and duplicated it across many other industries that we serve as well. Oh, that's amazing. So, so it's actually sort of a formula that you use in a, a system. It is a system that we created and uh, that I built some software that ties in to all of my clients' existing software. And uh, actually, let me rephrase that. Yeah. Uh, system that we built ties in into our email process that we use to contact our clients' uh, past due receivables. And that's not just uh, a mail merge that says, hey, Penny, call me for your balance. We are able to input specific details. This is the invoice number. This is the amount. This is the due date. So every email that we send and every phone call that we make on behalf of our clients is personalized and tailored to each of their outstanding uh, clients' invoice. With that being said, we create a personal connection with each and every client. So when I send an email or I make a phone call, the first response that I get, sorry, George, check is in the mail, or here's our credit card. And uh, when we contact our clients, uh, customers, we contact them on their behalf. So we wouldn't say this is George from Portfolio Solutions. This is George from company XYZ. So basically, we show that we show them that we are within and not an outsourced service, which makes it easier. Yeah, that you know, that's the the system sounds a little bit different than more, than what I would think of as collections. Yes, with the collection system, uh, Troy, what you have is this: uh, a lot of companies currently right now they will use the current software, like for example, QuickBooks. Great software, I love it. I use it across my eighteen clients that I manage the uh, the ARs for right now. QuickBooks typically sends a reminder that says, reminder, your past due invoice. And what happens 90% of the time that email gets ignored or gets in the spam because it comes from a QuickBooks generated email address. What we do is I send my emails from George at XYZcompanyDomain.com so it doesn't land into other spam folders. Additionally, we have identified things that come up in, um, in signatures that will get the email to land in a spam folder, we clean all that up. So when we reach out, it's an actual personal message to somebody else. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, I would, uh, if I was in a collection situation, I'd much rather have you call me and talk to me than, than just get the robo dial. Yeah, robo dial. And also the most important thing that we do here is um, collection agencies, when they call and they say, hey, pay me or I'll sue you. We don't threaten our customers. I treat customers as family. You know what? What happened? There was a reason why you fell behind. How can we help you? Was there something wrong? It's not only AR management that we offer. We also offer customer support, something that companies don't do out there right now. Yeah. And that's part of that AR management process 
that were active management. Bring in more revenue quicker than just threatening folks. We never threaten. Yeah. My customer tells me, George, step up the emails. We'll advise them not to do that, especially in today's economy, the way things are right now with the whole uh, Corona, COVID-19 issues we have going on. And uh, we haven't seen a decrease in our clients' uh, cash flow. We have increased our cash flow even during this uh, hard time. Amazing. Have you, um, have you found there are certain types of businesses that you're, you're, you help the most that you kind of gravitate towards? You'd be surprised uh, the clients that we work with. I mean, I have clients from the market research industry. I have clients in the entertainment industry. We've got clients, media, architects, cannabis-based clients. We have our local CPA firms that you help with. And we even have uh, our local security company that calls and says, hey, our client hasn't paid us. Can you please step in and help out? Wow. So we work across all platforms. Yeah. You know, that uh, the thing that I always, that I love and everything that you're saying is that you really can bring value to, to folks through connecting. Correct. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, and that's, that system is, you know, this is, let's get, let's get our numbers, but let's do it through building relationships with folks. And that's what it's all about relationships. I mean, in regards to our, um, marketing, for example, to retain clients. We spend very little money on marketing just to get our name out there. Right. But uh, 95% of our business comes through referrals. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because in a way, those customers and clients that you're contacting, are you're getting them to know, like, and trust you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. You know, you just, you would never think of any sort of accounts receivable collection kind of thing as being uh, a type of marketing in a way, a type of building relationships, nurturing your client and customer. That's what you've done. The funny thing that you just mentioned that is I've called clients, you know, customers of my, of my clients to resolve outstanding uh, past due invoices. Right. At the end of the call, the person asked me, can you help me? manage my receivables you like the you like your approach you like your style and uh of course we offer high quality you know service at an affordable price which is a key factor to any uh any company so that's why people likes it uh, like us and trust us right yeah um well and, and that and that and that's where that you can see where that growth comes once people can trust you I even imagine the you know a customer that let's say they got behind and in a normal if they got collected on they may never do business with that company again just from the bad feelings that were generated but but your positive com- yeah because it's this positive experience such and such company helped me when I was down when I lost my job whatever and I'm going to con- I'm going to do business with them again in the future cuz I know that they care I'll give you an example. One of our uh, clients in the cannabis industry, with all the riots that were happening here in the last two weeks in LA, a lot of small businesses suffered from the from the looting and the rioting that was going on. On top of the uh, on top of the uh, of the issue with uh, businesses being closed for three months and uh, doing COVID uh, over here, 
So our client called me and said, George, we owe you, you know, let's say $30,000, which is not the amount, it was a higher amount. And uh, he says, what can you do for me? I say, you know what? This is what we'll do. We're going to work out a payment plan. We're going to work out a program. We can keep your doors open and keep the cash coming in. So what we did was we took the balance of, say, $30,000. We broke that in 10 payments every other week of $3,000. But every new order had to come in as a COD for my clients. So everybody, it was a win-win situation. My client is getting back their money guaranteed. The, the, the client is still buying product for my customer to keep their doors open. So the cash is just flowing the way it's supposed to be. We could have easily said, you know what, $30,000, no product, and when you pay me, I'll need a credit card up front. We just made it well, and we made it good deal for everybody. Right. Yeah, so it really becomes a lot, yeah, a lot more comfortable and, and easier to do business. Of course. Well, um, so, so now, so, so then you start, what, 2018 or 2014 when you started it? Yeah, the... The company started uh, January 2014, seven years. And then you've just been growing. Um, do you have any, and you see most of your clients come from referrals. Um, how, do you, how do you foster that? Is it just getting the good results and then people just stick? Yeah, it's obviously the results. I mean, um, one of my first clients, actually, I was, he was with me for four years. On the fourth year, he said, George, you know what? I'm going to have to part ways because I want to be the, the process back in-house. Perfect. I mean, four years was a good run. Right. Um, after a year to the day, he called me back. and said, George, we can't do it. We need you back. Nice. I went back. I even lowered my prices for him just to help him out and just get me back on track. It's all about the loyalty. So, like I said, we offer uh, a service that's proven, that works. Um, at an affordable price, because the key fact, because right now with the way the economy is, a lot of people are losing their jobs. If you're a small size company and you have uh, a team, for example, of four accounts receivable uh, customer service agents, what's going to happen is you got to cover four salaries. Average salary in the U.S. Let's just call it forty thousand right. dollars. Then you have uh, benefits, workspace, computers. That person is costing you nearly sixty thousand dollars a year, right? Times four. That's a quarter million dollars a year you got to pay out. What we do is we come in and we do the exact same job for the price of one employee. Doesn't matter. So companies see the value that we that we bring to the table. Yeah, that's extremely that to come with it. Yeah. Um, what now? Okay, so there's a lot of a lot of the listeners to this show are you know entrepreneurs in different different areas of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, when what what advice would you have to those that that maybe haven't tried to outsource and they're still doing it in-house, what what are some signs that they would be, need to know if they need to look at it? You know, how big do they need to be? What kind of problems are they are they needing to face before they're saying, and let's talk to George. Well, uh, I'll tell you this. It uh, doesn't matter how big or small your AR is. What's important is your cash flow and your DSO. Make sure you have a low DSO and make sure your, your cash flow doesn't... Uh, doesn't get affected. Uh, if you look at your AR, anything over 61, 90 days and 91 plus day buckets, if you're running a percentage of more than 10, 12, 13% of outstanding balances in those two buckets that I just mentioned, you do have a problem. Then uh, you have to make sure uh, also to see uh, every how often you're getting paid from your, from your, from your, from your clients. 
and you have to see how quickly you have to pay your vendors. So you have to do the analysis, you know, cash in, cash out. Are you funding your clients' deals through your own money because you got to pay at your vendors? Um, other thing you have to look at is the cost. For example, if it takes you, you have two, three, or four people working in-house managing your AR, rest assured we can provide the exact same results and improve the current processes for way less than what you're currently paying right now. I'm not saying to anybody, fire your people, because I would never want anybody losing their job on my behalf. Yeah. But if you feel your AR needs to be reviewed, you can even come in as an advisor, look at your AR and tell you what you need to do. Or if you say, George, what are your processes? How do you guys do what you do? I'd be more than happy to uh, advise you and sell you my products on what I use to help implement it in-house. Um, if you're using your accountant that does your balancing your books to do your receivables, that's the wrong person. Yes. <laughs> not the, not the, yeah, that's a, that's a problem that could be, be, um, be bigger than what you ever want it to be. Exactly. Accountants are great at balancing books, uh, reconciling stuff, which we do here as well. But our main focus is receivable management, billing, invoicing, and credit management. And uh, let me just jump in and say this right now. We're actually also about to launch a new division within uh, Portfolio Solutions. Yeah. Uh, basically, we're getting ready to build the Yelp for the um, market research industry. That's what we're starting with, where people can go and say, hey, we're having issues with receivables. Who can help us out? You have a contact. So it's going to be like a referral service. So that's in the works right now. And then also we're going to build our own platform of credit rating, getting aggregates from different companies to see who pays what. And we're going to be able to service each industry and say, you know what? These are the bad payers of the industry. Be careful. Don't get burned. And these are the good payers of the industry. Make sure you do business with them. Oh, that's really clever and needed. So, so people can really shop and get some the best uh, service possible. Of course, other dollars. Well, yeah. Um, uh, let's definitely keep track of that. Um, now, uh, just kind of if, if, if going through this process and building your own business, if there was something that would make it a different, any difference, you know, it, let's call it the the Tao of George, you know, something that 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 would benefit people that you would like to share. What would it be? Don't give up. There's no plan B, you know? If you put your mind to it and you say, I'm going to start a business, do not tell yourself, I'm going to have a plan B in case it doesn't work. Make sure you believe in your idea, you believe in your product, you believe in your company, and you move forward. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Okay. And uh, stand behind your product and your work. And you'll be fine. Yeah. Why doesn't it work to, have the, to not have a plan B or to have a plan B? I mean, if you have a plan B, you're going to be doubting yourself and say, you know what? Oh, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to get a job at XYZ company. Yeah. If you tell yourself in five years, I'm going to remember this day and make it happen. If you believe in yourself, it'll happen. Because that's what I said to myself. I lost my job. I sat in my apartment. I had to check and I had a list of people to call. I said, there's no plan B. I said, I hate doing sales calls. I really, truly hate doing that, but I love doing collection calls. It's kind of funny. But I said, this is going to be the first and the last time I do this. And I'm going to succeed to it. So just don't doubt yourself. Just be honest and treat everybody as you would treat your family, not just as a paycheck or just a means to get by. Beautiful words. 
I, I, I so love them. Um, you know, uh, George, during our show today, we have got to know you and like you, dare I say, love you and trust you. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and, and really about your process because it, it is something that inevitably as, as businesses grow, they're going to face accounts receivable issues and we've got to manage it. Of course. Yeah. How do we get a hold of you and hire you? Uh, feel free to, uh, I mean, the, the best way, one is call me. My cell phone number, my direct cell phone number, and not an 800 number, is 714-600-7335. My email address is george, that's G-E-O-R-G-E, at portfolio-solutions.com. And uh, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, George Guy Terrace. Thank you, George. It's been an honor. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. You have been listening to Know Like Trust by Stampede Digital Systems, a part of the Stampede Podcast Network. The questions from today's interview have been adapted and simplified from the powerful marketing tool, the Sales Site Blueprint. To learn more and get the full set of questions to start your business on the Know Like Trust path, Download your free sales site blueprint today from stampedeweb.com. That's stampedeweb.com. Until next time, this is Be Rich, signing out.